Welcome to the Let's Take a Journey podcast, where life is an endless expedition and happiness is the journey. I'm Nay. And I'm Kaz. And on this podcast, we'll be talking about life and embracing the detours. Don't forget to follow our Facebook page at Smith HQ. Now, let's take a journey. Hey, y'all. What's up? We back again with another episode. <laughs> yep. I hope y'all are excited. They don't know what we're talking about today. <laughs> it's a surprise. Uh, you know what? I just realized that. I didn't even ask. Ooh. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. It's not, it's not crazy. I'm just kidding. It's mom parenting versus dad parenting. Oh, that is an interesting topic. I literally just made the question. <laughs> I'm dead. She said, I, I just came up in the back room. Yeah, I'll be killing it. Coming up with these questions. Y'all don't understand. I'll be coming up with questions for topics like at the last, literally before we record. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I need to be more I need to be more prepared. If y'all wanna know my secret. <laughs> but yeah. So we're gonna get into it in some slight. Hopefully we don't talk forever, forever. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully. We'll see. So the first question is what should our kids' relationship with technology be? At what age should our kids get their first cell phone and or computer TV? I was to start with a phone, middle school. Because at that point, that's when they start to get into more extracurricular activities with their schools, I would say. Because there's a lot of different things you can do nowadays. So with that, it'd be a better thing to have communication. Because at that age, of course, he's going to want to be more social out with with friends, you know. So if you want to put it to an age, I would say 13, 14. Yeah, I can agree with that. Because... We can't really say like iPad or anything like that because KJ has an iPad already. already. <laughs> now, y'all, I didn't go out and buy an iPad, okay? It's my old iPad. Not even old iPad. It's an iPad I bought for school, didn't use it for school. <laughs> yeah. Basically, just passed it down to him. It's not even old. He well, loves yeah. that thing. Yeah, he loves his little iPad. Got his little case and everything. But I can agree. I would say when it comes to cell phone and like computer and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I would say... Definitely cell phone by the time they're in middle school because I think my first cell phone was definitely in middle school, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was like a Blackberry or something. You remember the little keyboard thing? (laughs) I had a a Galaxy Slide, like a Galaxy little phone that you can either use the numbers to type or you actually slide it up to actually have a keyboard. Yeah, I always wanted one of those. You know those things that that was on like Zoe 101? Those fucking... and what, if y'all don't know I think we're talking about, y'all too young, screens. okay? Like, for real. <laughs> those are the, the start of touchscreens. They're like the, one the, the you G1. Say, you can't Google. say on Zoe 101 that, that wasn't, they didn't yo, make they it were look lit. fire. They were lit. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally fun. like, yo, are they coming? Hold on, let me text them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just like, that quick little switch up. <laughs> it was fire. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I would say definitely cell phone around middle school and stuff. Because I know with me, I was getting taken to school for a long time like i can't say i didn't know what a bus was but in new york there is no you know school bus you know Mm. just you take the public transportation to get to school you know now when we ended up moving here it was different i was like whoa it's a yellow bus like (laughs) i was like mad confused but i I heard about that on tv shows (laughs) (laughs) literally seen it on tv but i was like mad scared to like you know take the bus and Mm -hmm. stuff so my mom took me to school all the way up until like 
think the definitely freshman year in high school to be honest <laughs> so i didn't really need like a phone and stuff like that like that much because i wasn't i was getting picked up and dropped off like all the time so i will say i didn't start riding the bus until i moved back to georgia originally and that's when i started riding the bus from middle school but elementary school in chicago nah there was no yeah no bus it was just you get dropped off waiting the carpool lane oh yeah and when it comes to computers, I can't really say middle school, like, whatever. It may be sooner. It kind of just depends because this tablet is technically a computer. You can literally just buy a keyboard a keyboard attachment, and he has, like, a whole computer. So it's kind of like he may, he may get a little computer or whatever. But, yeah, when it comes to cell phone, definitely, like, middle school-ish. So what is your version of spoiling a child? What counts as spoiling? I mean... Honestly, it's hard for me to actually differentiate my version of spoiled because like the word itself, it could be like, yo, I spoil my kids to let them have the finer things. But also the way I give it to them is life lessons. Like say, for example, like in the form of a phone, okay, this is what it's used for. This is, you know, help you keep in contact with all people, let us know who you are so you don't go missing and stuff like that. Like, you know, tell them the safeties about it, not just blatantly just giving it to them. Like, I will still consider that spoiling, but not in a bad sense to be like, don't spoil your kids, you know? Like, I would consider in a form of bad spoiling, you just doing things out the blue, no matter what your kid's doing. Like, they're causing problems they're acting out they're uh demanding things and stuff like that like you just blatantly just rewarding nothing but bad behavior so at the end of the day you just at that point you teach your kids to have that bad behavior to get things that they want that would be considered the bad spoiling for me yeah i can agree like spoiling is a very hard word because everybody has their version of your child is spoiled okay it's different when you're like i want my child to not want for anything i want my child to have the stuff that i never got Mm -hmm. and then to other parents that's like you spoil your kids you're giving them all this stuff but you're just like but it's stuff that i would have wanted (laughs) as a kid so it's kind of like you only live once and you're only a child for but so long and it's like even though a lot of the stuff could is like materialistic it's like there's stuff that we know will make him happy there's stuff that we know he'll play with and things like that and it's like you yeah like express that like and you want your kids to be happy and like you know know that we're we're here you know not saying like if they if they do something wrong and whatever we're just gonna like here here's some money and they just did something wrong no that's not that's not it but if my child got a good grade on something bet i'm gonna buy some or if i just feel like buying something because i was at the store and i just thought about my child i'm like oh he would love this toy yes i'm that type parent that will still just buy it just because Mm -hmm. and i don't consider that spoiled i consider that me caring for my child and you know giving him stuff that i know he would love even if it's just something he will not care about you know later on understand in the in the child's mind literally it might be i'm interested in this one day and then i'm interested in something else the next day it's still good to encourage that because you're helping your your children explore the possibilities of different things that they can be very artistic and or creative at you know they can find their niche at a young age to instantly grow up knowing what they want to do instead of being somebody that grows and just like okay uh, i don't know what to do so i'm just gonna sit at mom and dad's house you know because mm-hmm. I mean they they told me not to do anything they wouldn't let me really do anything 
you know, and in the exact same hand, you know, when it comes to that older age, I would say like high school, getting closer and closer out of like maybe to college. Yo, if you really want something that bad and, you, and it's something that you're really into, get a job, work for it. It comes way better that way and you feel way more rewarded at yeah. that point. Like as of right now with him being a kid, it's like where he can't, you know, buy his own stuff and stuff mm-hmm. and all that. But I can definitely say at his age, him only being one, I can tell that he appreciates every single toy and item that he has. Y'all don't understand. He plays with every single toy at least once a day. <laughs> every, <laughs> like, like every he literally goes to every single toy. Like, and it's not like he just picks up and bangs it. Like he actually plays with, like for example, his like piano. Oh yeah. Or he goes or to his, his little animal farm. His animal farm. His little <laughs> game controller to yeah. his race car track to his bus tent. Mm-hmm. Like he he goes to every toy that yeah. he has. Just like I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. Oh, I'm gonna play a song on my piano. Let me go mess the controller mm-hmm. real quick. Show dad on how to use a controller. He's definitely appreciative with his items. Not like he just like, oh, he gets a new toy and then he don't care about the toys he got like three weeks, four weeks ago, a month ago. No, he plays with every single one. Every single one. Yeah. But I know. No days off. I know me me and Kaz agree when it comes to when he gets older. I thought we thought about doing like little, like a little store, you know, like buying like essentials like deodorant and lotion all that stuff Mm -hmm. and as he gets older of course he's going to get like allowance from us for doing chores but we also want him to all of our kids anyway when we have more but to learn more about money and spending their money wisely so say you know our child runs out of deodorant right instead of us going out and us buying the deodorant for him we're already going to have like a little store in our room where you want deodorant okay where's your allowance so you can pay two dollars whatever for your deodorant you don't want to not stink right mm-hmm. well you gotta go pay for it <laughs> you know so yeah. we're gonna start doing that and you know as he gets older and all the other kids get older have a little house store where he knows to use his money wisely yeah you're getting allowance but you also need to keep in mind you need to pay for your essentials mm-hmm. you know and get then snacks and stuff like that because there's too many people that gets to like as of now an adults don't know how to properly take care of yourself because you spent all that time just not really caring about the essentials it's just i want i want i want i want nobody taught like for me growing up it was never that never being taught about money it's just oh you need to save don't don't spend this on don't don't buy nothing stupid mm-hmm. you know it wasn't clear like my explanations like hey <laughs> this is saving uh x percent save 20 percent or spend 20 percent of 100 percent you earn and then the other 80 put away you know mm-hmm. stuff like that that could have been helpful and then it's like hey buy these basic necessities that everybody needs make sure you have your drill and make sure you have your shampoo your body wash you know well, all these things stuff. to keep your, your hygiene up mm-hmm. and stuff like that like having told to keep up with those helps you live a better and healthier lifestyle. But then not having the balance in finances and knowing how to take care of stuff like that, you just leave yourself like, um, I feel like I'm missing something now. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, why am why is my um, breath stink? Okay. When last time you brush your teeth? When last time you floss? Oh, I don't buy floss, bro. You got to floss the teeth too, man. Exactly. You know? So next question, what parenting style do you use in, you know, raising at right now, not children, but KJ. <laughs> For a, a toddler? Yeah. Start, starting now, since he's only a toddler, we, we don't really got much of older parenting style. So, but, so yeah, a parenting style as of right now, what do you see as yourself 
like going forward what parenting style do you see yourself as a toddler his mind is in mind eyes everything is everywhere at the end of the day it's not that he's in a wild state he's in a very curious state like if you know curious george is that's what every single toddler are. They're yeah. just exploring because they see so many new things that they want to learn what it is. And if you have a child that's very engaged in messing with something, explain to them what it is so they know. Because at the end of the day, you can't just, I don't believe that yelling at, yelling at them, giving any sort of discipline per se towards a toddler that's exploring and learning. You know, it's on me to make sure I explain if I don't want him to tear this up, to break this. Show him what it's really used for. Explain to him what it is. So when he goes to it again, he can be like, okay, wait, this is a bowl. Well, I can flip it upside down or just tap on the bottom of it. You know, that's okay. But it's not made to throw in the trash or do anything crazy with it or try to eat it. You know, mm-hmm. it's a teaching moment for everything that he does. If he sees something that you know he or she has never touched before, mm-hmm. you got to, hey, if it's dangerous, stop him. Explain to him. These babies aren't slow. Don't do that. That's not nice. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you're going to get an owie. I mean, it, it, they somewhat listen to that, but you got to talk to them, these yeah. kids, man. They, they are very smart. Yeah, I definitely agree with that same parenting style, especially like just right now with him being a toddler. It's like, of course, coming from a person who worked in a school system, doing that baby talk and stuff like that. Like, oh, my God, you're so cute. Yeah, don't. You don't got to do that all the time. You know? <laughs> like you can still show your child affection and tell them how cute they are in your adult voice. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're still going to, they're still going to like find it cute and everything, you know, like you don't doing that baby talking. Like you want to, you want your binky and you want, you want Baba. You want like doing all that makes the babies talk more like, like a baby. Like, um, you know, it's not teaching them proper English. You're going to cringe your kids. Literally. <laughs> and then that's when all the whining starts on because they'll feel like, okay, I'm still a baby, even though I'm about to turn two. So I could still talk like this still, even though, you know, they know how to say bigger words, you know, bottles, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I agree with the whole talking to your child like you would normally talk you can still use that cute little voice and stuff but talk to your child you don't have to dumb down the words you know and then like he said when um they get into things they're not supposed to nobody wants their child to stick their hand in the toilet no nobody wants that or touch (laughs) an electrical socket or touch an electrical socket something that can burn them like you know your instinct your your automatic instinct is saying no don't do that stop doing it like you feel like you have to yell and trust me y'all i get it frustration is real i get it you're talking to a person who took care of 16 toddlers in one classroom i get it it's like (laughs) it's literally like in like instinct like you just feel like you have to go no don't do that but i'm telling y'all it does not work okay Mm -mm. it stops them for one second but like our child it don't stop him for one second he literally completely turns his ears off and Mm -hmm. will continue okay i'm going to explore (laughs) you know like you yelling saying to stop it's only furthering my curiosity. It's not helping him under, understand why mm-hmm. is he stopping. That's why kids always go, why? But why? It's just but curiosity. <laughs> you know, it's not, you're not helping them understand why can't I touch this? What's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. To them, nothing is going to happen mm-hmm. because you're not telling them why. So talk to your kids like how you want to be talked to, how you want to be treated. So I, I definitely mean, agree on that. And I definitely like for at them growing up to elementary school and beyond one key thing that i believe that nobody should do with their kids at all 
is teach them based on uh, social status, meaning that the things that people get peer pressured into, like to feel self-conscious about that's Every, that's things that everybody do like say for example you'd be like oh don't pass gas in public it's very inappropriate <laughs> i mean there's ways to go about it but the end of the day if you try to teach your kids to fear the world outside you're just gonna make them want to be inside more and then that will create that introverted outcast mindset because they the only thing that they think of is how not to look bad to the rest of the world when they leave their door i would never do that be like hey don't do this don't dress like that people make fun of you oh, stuff yeah. like that because you just hurt their self-esteem you hurt their creativity they want to dress a certain way they want to do something like that be themselves don't shame them from wanting to be themselves let yeah. them explore if they the outfit was not it but they are really adamant about the outfit let them go yeah and that i gotta tell myself that because i know kids are big on their imagination like if kj wanted to wear a, a cape to school or something i gotta, I'm I gotta it. let it be if, if kj wanted to wear freaking rain boots and it's sunny outside and it's hot i gotta let it be man because you know you telling your child no that don't match they don't know what that means i mean like, if, it, if it comes to the problem this this is what you do if it's I'm really so like a big. matching I'm so big issue on y'all y'all don't even Understand. Even for the knowledge for rain boots, why don't you just get them rain boots of multiple color variety? So when they do something like that, they can have an outfit for it. Or if they choose an outfit that has a certain color tone, so like, I really like this shirt, but I want to wear rain boots. Okay, that red shirt, put on your red rain boots. Okay, so now they got rain boots on. You ain't got to worry about it not matching. <laughs> Everybody wins. All right, <laughs> encourage your kids because at the end of the day, you never know that that one little time that you encourage them while playing with their little game controller. Or typing up a paper, they got a A plus plus on a paper they typed a research paper. You know stuff like that. It could turn to them being a world renowned journalist of some sort, or if not, a sports gamer or something of technology, something of reading, something of science mm. of all categories. You never. It's the smallest bit of details that you encourage that helps your kids know what they like. Because at the end of the day, they don't know. When you when everybody's born, you just, oh, these people are nice and they smiling at me. I, I, I'm going to have to just learn their language and just nod to whatever they say. You clueless. Be the, be the proper guide. What's an appropriate punishment or consequence for a child hitting you? For a How child would, hitting me? Yeah, hitting you or hitting others. How would you approach a discipline? For first offense, it's an instant stop. Come go down to their level. All right, explain to me. What is the reason why you want to hit instead of talk? What is what is the word that is puzzling you so badly that you cannot use it? Instead, you rather swing and hit someone. If you can't explain that to me, all right, you got to go on timeout, my boy. Go sit in the corner. Think about why it's not a good thing to hit someone for any sort of reason. If somebody's talking, words can't hurt you. Walk away from it. If, if you're getting mad to hit somebody because they're not understanding what you're saying or you're not saying anything, use your words. If you don't know the words, walk away, learn the word, then come back. Simple hitting is never okay second time all right there's an internal issue so what's been going on buddy explain to me was it your, your eating habits haven't been okay what no no okay you've been eating good okay okay somebody didn't text you no okay you, you're not at that age yet okay okay 
your coca melon ain't running <laughs> like what is it i don't understand how to use it mm-hmm. so you hit someone all right go in the corner that's that that's not okay yeah i can agree on that i don't believe in hitting your child nope. i don't believe in hitting your child back no. i don't believe in yelling at your child i don't believe in cursing at your child like all that extra stuff that's unnecessary now do i believe in timeouts heck yeah most definitely timeout go sit your butt down go go read a book take a breather go listen to some music something mm-hmm. like that's my version of timeout. not not go stand in the corner type timeout i don't know about all that now maybe you know when they're young and like the consequences of your punishments are bigger like say you snuck out the house or some something like that or like something that's like really big that's different then the punishment the punishments get a little real that's when you like okay give me your phone okay you can't go out for a week like stuff like that will be different but as a child like three and three between three and nine or so like stuff like that yeah time out i believe in going to sit down go read a book go meditate something like that like where you're taking a breather and then come back to me and let me know what's the issue like what happened why did you get into a fight at school why did you just why did you just hit me instead of using your words especially if you're at an age where you know words and you're not a baby like right now he's a baby he could be trying to like hit a little bit he does get frustrated with he'll knock stuff down and try to throw something or whatever we're you know trying to nip that in the bud right now i understand like things frustrate you things get you angry but after a point where he's about three two years old four and you're talking to me oh, well, got, that's gonna be nip- and then you still terrible trying to hit starts. exactly and you still trying to hit me oh yeah no we're not making another thing because if i don't hit you you have no right to hit me mm. period so i agree on that one this question i think i wrote it down for mainly me what are things you liked from how your parents raised you so i'm not gonna make him answer this because he ain't gonna say much so i will go i basically wrote this question down because i did want to say how my mom raised me was she treated me like not only her daughter but as her best friend like when i tell y'all my mom is my best friend i mean legit like that's my best friend okay like she is literally my other half i'm her twin like no lie we're both virgos or like a week apart yeah i was supposed to be born on her birthday y'all but she was not having it Mm -hmm. she did not want to share with me but anyway i want the same relationship with my son my daughter all that like i want that same exact relationship now i know sometimes kids be like no i don't want to talk to my parents about certain things i get it because you know some things i probably have not told my mom she probably listening she'd be like what but yeah i get that but i want as close a relationship as possible with my kids Mm -hmm. i want them to feel comfortable to come to me and be like mom i'm dating a girl and i think it's time type stuff i want them to be comfortable because i want them to be safe I don't see my kids being nasty with nobody, but at the same time, I don't want them coming home talking about, I'm pregnant. Oh, I got a girl pregnant. I don't want all that now. If I could avoid I mean, certain things. Stuff like that happens when the attention is not there. Like when you literally just focus on trying to down your kids about different things that they need and require mm-hmm. from you as their parents and stuff like that, you know, that leads them to search for that attention elsewhere because they're not getting at home. Yeah. You know? And being able to comfortably talk to to your parents about certain things especially certain things that happen in school and things that you know your parents are not going to want to hear like about what happened your grades who you fought with whatever just certain things that you know they're not going to want to hear i want them to feel comfortable that me have that reaction where they know i'm not about to bug out on them they know she's she's not gonna go crazy on me she's gonna listen and she's gonna give me her you know friend opinion 
as my friend, but at the same time, give me a parent opinion. You know, that's how my mom was with me. She gave me both sides. Like, I don't want you to do this because when I was a kid, I did this and this is what happened. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Okay. She told me like the outcome of what could have happened and she would be a parent. And I was like, I really don't want you to do this, but you know, the end day you live, you learn. So if you feel like you still want to do it, go ahead and do it. You know, I want that same thing. No, I can't relate to that. Like I always felt like everything that I had going on, no matter what it was, I couldn't. And if I tried to talk to my mom, I feel like the definition of disappointment, like it just feels like, nah, I'm just going to get more disappointment. Not really going to care. All right. Well, let me keep this to myself and, you know, thug it out, you know, go through a little on time, a little, little sprinkle of depression, yeah. thug it out, come back, you know, you've been hey for a while. No, I'm good. No, I'm chilling, you know? Okay. I'm an introvert through and through. So what age do you see fit for dating for both boy and girl? High school. And I have to be let known regardless of who it is, both son and daughter. I don't really care. The gender of them doesn't matter. It's just just the fact that if I don't know, how can I know if you're going through something? Because me and you both know. And if you're a parent, you know, you've probably been in a relationship in high school that you're no longer in. So at the end of the day, I'd rather just know, okay, you still talking to so-and-so, Kyle? No. Okay. Well, how's it going? Kyle, are you still talking to any, that, that one guy, was it his name, Matthew or something? No, he been acting funny. Oh, okay. Well, don't let him, don't let him get you down. Fuck that nigga. Keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't let motherfucker waste your time and, and don't feel like you wasting somebody else's time. You know, don't be rude and disrespectful. You know, I, I would like to give him that talk, like, you know, be the better person in the relationship. If you're some dealing with somebody that's a bad person that wants to try to use you for anything and everything you know stuff like that like prepare them for the life that they could try to indulge in being with somebody else you know i'm not the type of person but like, i don't see who you want like nah follow me how how would you ever learn to find what you like in a woman let alone a man you know like the only way you're gonna find that out is talking to different people you know yeah. so i'd rather just wait until high school because at that point you know even though they got their stuff going on yeah. just let me know because mm -hmm. hey uh open child that feels comfortable to talk to me, talk to you about them dating. We ain't got to worry about no accidents yeah. happening. You know, we, I got eyes on my kids. If you want to hang out? Okay, that's fine. I can agree for the son and the daughter. I can agree. Dating, definitely high school. I don't want my kids to date at all. KJ is my baby, bro. Like, I don't, I feel like nobody will treat him as good as I can. But at the end of the day, I want him to feel comfortable enough to tell me, hey, Ma, I got my first girlfriend, you know? And, you know, especially depending on where he at high school you know certain age boys definitely lose their virginity first so it's like i gotta prepare myself so i definitely want him to be safe and know about all that stuff before oh i'm ready to do it and don't tell me you know so i want them to feel comfortable even if deep down my heart i don't like them i'm telling <laughs> you if you ever have the situation where your kid and or kids snuck out to go do stuff like that and you mm -hmm. just like my child was virginia you, you sneak around why didn't you tell me i mean obviously you're not you're not a very supportive person exactly. so at they the end of the day to you gotta that. think of it like a like a legit friendship if your best friend supposedly best friend is doing things that's a bad idea you're just always downplaying that they are interested in you know how can they trust to talk to their best friend if all you're gonna tell them is just negative stuff you know it's okay to be honest to your friends but at the exact same time 
it is never okay to kill someone's dream, especially if it's positive of any sort. There's always something worse. You know, that child that you don't want, you don't want sitting there reading a book all day. You want them to go play in sports and stuff like that. They, they'll play in sports because you want them to, but they will be like, okay, I, I'd rather just be home reading. So now here I am in NFL feeling like I'm just, oh, I'm making money, but I, I don't like doing this. That's not really what they want to do. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. You're like, okay, why am I so distant? Like your relationship just become more and more distant. You just don't yep. stand. Like I, we want to have that relationship with our kids where we're not in their business, but they will never feel uncomfortable to share with us what's going on just to make sure it's like, okay, Hey mom, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I'm crazy. Tell me if I'm tripping, you know, this, the girl I'm talking to or this girl that texted me, she said this, you know, I'm trying to understand it, stuff like that. You know, I don't want to be in your business, but you know, feel free to be open. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, okay, something that you want to deal with personally, let us know by all means you experience is the best teacher. Yeah, but if sure. you're somebody that's a, a, like a intellectual, I would say that rather just get the data and just keep it moving. Hey, I'm all for that. That's how I, that's how I roll. Yeah. Hey, just tell me, somebody mm -hmm. tell me what's the, what's the outcome of this? Nah, you're going to get screwed over. So last question. Do you believe in a bedtime? Do I believe in bedtime? Yes. As a, somebody that like grew up on a strict bedtime is not even because of that i know how serious it can be with sleep you know if you don't go to sleep at the right time especially at certain ages you can definitely wake up on the definition of the wrong side of the bed so that child that you just mad and you're like why you get trouble hey what time that child went to bed it's not my fault they stand up i mean why they stand up because they're watching tv <laughs> that means either your child's scared of the dark so they prefer to have tv on on cartoons all night or they need a sound box so they can have the noise to help them sleep. It's the two options. If you don't want them sitting there watching TV, you got to compromise. Help them get that sleep. Like how KJ has his mini humidifier, has his sound box, and has nightlight. Sleeps good every night. Be hype to go to bed early. Come on now. Like, hey, it's nine o'clock. Come on now. Come on now. Grabs his lobby. Let you know. Grab the milk. Come on. Let's go. Put me in now. We walk out the room. Just close the door. Now I'm asleep. Lay down. Look at the camera. He knocked out. Because he knows at the end of the day, you have a great sleep to the point you wake up in a, the best mood. Because you get your full time of sleep. So I would definitely say, hey, if you're not in high school, at this point, you know what time you got to be up. You know what time you got to be at the bus. If you don't go to sleep on time, I mean, we raise you on good sleep and if you notice it now that you're not having good nights and you're waking up groggy tired irritated what should you do you should go bed early man uh -huh. get your sleep it's not a joke when they say that eight hours the eight hours be a life changer i'm telling you i can agree to a certain extent i didn't have a bedtime with my mom like she suggested when i should go to bed so i could wake up for school i'm not even a morning person y'all know those people that can wake up literally at the snap of a finger when alarm go off but really mad that they gotta get up that's me okay like i can literally wake up and be ready and everything when the alarm go off especially now with working i wake up with no issue like i hear that alarm instantly half of the time i wake up before my alarm literally since i started school from middle school all the way up until now like my mom never had to do much to wake me up i didn't have an alarm clock in middle school she was my alarm clock so she would knock on the door hear an alarm clock but she wouldn't do too much she would literally knock on the door time to get up for school no my dad was my it alarm literally clock it literally morning. just that and i i was up 
my brother, he was a whole nother story. She had to turn on the light, snatch the covers. She had to do a lot. Now, me and all my siblings, we'd be up. It's like <laughs> yeah, when my dad gets up, all we hear is his like loud grunt. Like it's like a snarl that he does. Like, you know, like I guess trying to get the mucus out of those. That sound would echo through the hall. We was like, he's up. Like instantly, when the moment he get out of bed and make the noise, all of us are just laying in our beds like, yep, you better come here and turn on the light and say, time for school. All right. We already know the deal. <laughs> that that grunt woke us up already. He's just doing it up and down the hallways, going to the kitchen, getting something to drink, grunting, going all the way back to the bedroom, just mm-hmm. like. Come on, get get dressed, meet in the living room. <laughs> I'm like, God dang, man. God dang. Nah. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't me, y'all. So I can honestly say if our kids, whether it's KJ or our future daughter, if they can get up with no problem, if with me just knocking on the door, hey, get up for school and you was just up last night watching TV till time, I mean, by all means, congratulations. That was me. Literally. I would be up watching TV or nine times out of 10 reading a book. And then she would wake me up at 7 a.m. And I would just be still jolly as can be throughout the whole day. It's like in my best life. So it's like if our kids are the same and they decide to turn the TV back on when everybody sleep and you staying up for an extra hour or two hours, be prepared to wake up. That's not my fault. That's mm-hmm. your fault. That is 100% <laughs> like, your not fault. not my fault. Because I know one thing I used to do, like when I got home, I come from school. I prefer just be in my room, play the game. Just like stay to myself. Like to the point where if I'm playing the game, get irritated a little bit. Like okay, I'm keep on losing this level of Mario on my DS. Like forget it. I'm just gonna go to take a nap. Yeah, take that's a another nap. thing I did play my DS. Man, take a nice nap and to the point <laughs> where I wake up for dinner. Okay. Lights go out at a certain time. Everybody go to bed. All right, I'll go to bed. But doesn't mean I'm not gonna wake up in the middle of the night. Two in the morning. Okay, I'm playing DS until five. Oh snap! I gotta get up in an hour. Okay, get the last hour of sleep. Yeah. And then get up like nothing happened. And be like, yeah, that's no. literally, that's literally how it was in my house. Like my mom didn't care that we slept with the TV on and you know that we played played our game before going to bed. And I was like, she didn't have a problem with that. It was at the end of the day. If oh, I'm no, coming kill- in your room in the morning and I have to wake you up, say your name multiple times. Okay, obviously. Get yourself together you need to go to bed earlier next time so it's whatever is comfortable for them works for me make sure you pass it yeah we follow a not strict but a calm self-punishment like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day if you do something you're accepting the consequences if you're told what can happen this can be the outcome if you go to school and do this to a student or say this to a teacher and stuff like that you know by all means express yourself but then know the limits of what you can and can't do and what's appropriate and what's inappropriate you know but if you chose to do something that hurt you got you in trouble then you accept that punishment you decide to try to walk down the stairs playing around with some skates and you fell down a few steps hey i'm sorry mm-hmm. you hurt you need to go to the hospital we'll take you there but by all, you need to learn that's not something that you should do that was not smart and that was the outcome we told you not to do it but you chose to do it anyway sorry to abruptly end but we just had some slight technical difficulties but i'd like to thank you so much for tuning in to the let's take a journey podcast if you enjoyed this episode make sure to subscribe rate and review see, see you, you next saturday, saturday. Adventure.